What's up, Internet? Thanks for checking out another episode of the Braveheart Lacrosse Show. As always, I'm your host, Greg Marzak, excited to be bringing you some of the top lacrosse content on the Internet. In this week's episode, we'll be covering um, a pretty big topic, I think, in, in youth sports uh, and, and definitely one that's brought up a lot from coaches and parents and, and players uh, that are in the youth sports and, and high school sports uh, era of their life. Um, the topic of multi-sport athletes and should their athlete, you know, should the athlete play multiple sports? Um before we get into that, we have a couple shout-outs, some notes, some news, some opinions, and a word from our sponsor. So like I said, thanks for checking out another episode. Like I always ask, if you're going to listen to the episodes, which I deeply appreciate, um, be sure to comment, like, subscribe, share, you know, shameless plug. Uh, but also, you know, when you're listening to these, go hit the wall. Go shoot for 20, 30 minutes, whatever it is, right? These episodes, 20, 30 minutes long. Um, put your headphones in and go get on the wall and get better. Um, it would mean a lot to me, but it also would pay dividends, you know, in your, your development. So um, thanks again, and let's get into the episode. This episode is brought to you by the official sponsor of the Braveheart Lacrosse Show, Omnia Lacrosse. Whether you're in Grand Rapids, Hazlitt, Metro Detroit, Traverse City, Alma, Omnia Lacrosse, is the premier club lacrosse program in the state of Michigan. And I wouldn't say this if I didn't believe it. That's why I coach for them. They are the top lacrosse program in the state of Michigan for club lacrosse. So whether you're looking to just get started an entry-level playing or you want to take your game to the next level and go on the recruiting tournaments, Omnia Lacrosse is the club program for you. Check out their website at omnialacrosse.com or use the link on, on my website, Braveheart Lacrosse Show, uh, to find out what opportunities are available. One last note on Omnia. The upcoming tryouts for the next, so 2022-2023 year, this includes fall, uh, winter, you know, the team for next year. Those tryouts are taking place uh, this weekend, October. Um, August 13th and 14th, one tryout day, uh, the 13th here on the east side of the state at Cranbrook, uh, the next tryout day um, on August 14th on the west side of the state. You can, if you're interested, which I strongly recommend, um, check out the link in the bio, uh, omnialacrosse.com. There's obviously the social media links and everything uh, if you're interested in finding out more. Can't recommend it enough. It's going to be a great opportunity to get on the field, get evaluated, and who knows, maybe uh, that'll start a new endeavor in your lacrosse path. So with that, moving on, um, we have a, a quick shout out to Owen Miller uh, and Celine Lacrosse signing with Detroit Mercy. That's awesome. Um, Owen's great. You know, I, I don't want to boast him up too much. I'm sure he listens, but uh, definitely uh, one of the top prospects within the uh, Omnia, not only Omnia lacrosse program, but the state of Michigan. I mean, incredibly, uh, incredible athlete, works extremely hard. Him and his buddy Mikey, um, you know, they're, they're, they're a duo, an absolute force uh, um, for us, and, and it'll be exciting to watch those guys uh, develop in their next step in their career. Couldn't be more proud, couldn't be more happy to, um, 
you know, work with those guys and, and see the success that they do. You know, they, they put in incredible amounts of work, showing up every workout, every practice, tryouts, everything, and uh, to see it pay off and, you know, next step in their career, um, uh, I think it's awesome. So well-deserved, uh, really excited. Congrats, Owen. And, um, you know, look forward to seeing you out, uh, out on the field. So, um, a couple things. So moving into this next question, right? The, the, the question that a lot of players have parents ask, you know, coaches look to, and, and, you know, obviously have strong opinions and, you know, I'll be honest as a, um, you know, administrative role, coaching role within programs, you see how this this topic of student athletes playing multiple sports within a given time frame causes challenges. Um, you know, you just show up to practice and there's what twenty guys there, and you're like, well, what, what are, you know, what are we doing here? Um, what do we got uh, in in off season and stuff? So, I, I see how this topic can become controversial quite quickly, but I have a strong opinion on this. And I think for the most part, there's, you know, there's, there's one right answer, right? Um, and so the question resolves, should, you know, youth athletes and, and high school athletes play multiple sports? Um, let's first take uh, an objective view, different, little different. Uh, I prepared some material here that looks at uh, some athletes that I th- think are incredibly valuable to get context on. So uh, some athletes that I'd like to point out as far back uh, to Jim Brown. Um, I don't know if a lot of the listeners who are younger or, or you know, realize, but uh, Jim Brown, incredible NFL career, Syracuse lacrosse player, um, multi-sport athlete, you know, one of the icons of, of American athletics um, and definitely someone to look into uh, if you don't already know, multi-sport athlete, right? Uh, Jenny Williams, again, someone should go look her up, she represented uh, um, Australia, played multiple sports, uh, representative of the Australian lacrosse and a world, um, a world champion for that team. So, you know, again, just providing some context around this discussion, um, some material I put together. And, um, you know, some other athletes, let's name out uh, some closer in time. Some of you may know Matt Baker, um, Brother Rice uh, legend, um, uh, you know, Sam Hubbard, um, Will Yeatman, Joe Ehrman. These are... You know, historically, and then we're moving closer to, to current era, uh, incredible athletes. Uh, Matt Baker, arguably, some people, I don't know, we'll try to have him on. Um, one of the top Michigan lacrosse players ever, quite possibly. Um, played football and was a quarterback in the NFL. Uh, right, so uh, John Mackey, Syracuse, two, two-time, uh, you know, multi-sport, um, Division One lacrosse and football player um, and then now bringing it into current era right we see guys like uh, Miles Jones basketball incredible basketball player uh, Duke national champion um, Isaiah Wilson right uh, guys guys like Jared Bernhardt uh, who are 
currently trying out playing in the NFL. Um, you know, guys like Sergio Perkovic, Jason Alessi, again, Michigan athletes, guys that I played with, incredible athletes. Uh, Sergio and Jason both played football and lacrosse, was fortunate to be on their teams. You know, we had a, an incredible run, right, not just to highlight guys at, at uh, Brother Rice and at the Michigan level, but like I said, you know, historically this is a, a precedent. And not to say that these are the standard, but these are – are exceptional examples for people to look at as, and even guys like Jake Marmel, right? Um, CC and the, the, you know, precedent there played lacrosse at Notre Dame, multi-sport athlete uh, in high school and was just uh, an incredible athlete. So I think these set as, as examples that it can be done. Um, not only myself, right. I played, but you know, I, I look at guys, especially, like I said, uh, John Mackey, uh, Jason Alessi, guys that did it in college played multiple sports. And, you know, that, is a, of course, is a, an incredible feat, um, such an athletic, you know, prowess and, and um, you know, somewhat of an outlier. But I think the overall you know, term, if you look at great lacrosse players and great athletes, is that they they were, you know, great in everything. And they not only talented and gifted, but they worked extremely hard. I think that's some things that people would look at and say, these guys worked hard, loved what they did, and and drove it to everything, you know, that they, they, they could make the most of, of the opportunities that they played. So, this is not easy, and it really requires time management. Uh, but again, like I said, my strong is my opinion is pretty strong in that I recommend you know any athlete to, to play multiple sports. Now, the reason I'm bringing this uh, topic up right now, um, again, we're approaching the end of summer here, sadly, and uh, you know club play has sort of slowed down. Uh, we're starting to get high schools doing seven on sevens, right? Uh, for football, soccer, high school um, soccer is starting up, um, and we've had kids within Omni, and you know, just kids that I know in, in lacrosse that have reached out and asked about, hey, you know, um, or even parents too, kids on the fence, should I play football, you know, should I play soccer, or should I do club lacrosse and, and really dive down in that. And, and, you know, while I understand you can't do everything, I would recommend trying to do both. It's something that I did. I know a lot of guys from high school, especially Brother Rice, keep the program active, right? You you, you got guys out there shooting, uh, hitting the net, you know, hitting the wall, trying to keep a stick in their hand, and then, you know, followed by practice or, you know, you got lacrosse practice, football practice, and then you got guys doing homework and then, you know, as much time as they can get in, hit on the wall and shoot. And I think that that balance is, again, not easy definitely requires time management like I talked about um, but it, it, it's extremely important in that one you know the, the, the kid still enjoys the athlete still enjoys what they do right um, you can't force them to do something and that's what I think is really important for parents to understand don't force your kid to do something if it's too much but also if they're trying to do both 
enable it, right? Manage their skill, make sure that they're healthy. Most important, make sure that they're healthy and make sure that their academics are, are keeping up. Um, but allow them to, hey, if they have practice on, on Saturday or Sunday for lacrosse and they want to try to get out, pick up, you know, our drop-in or whatever, um, you know, I, I let the kid do it. I mean, again, if they're staying healthy and they're enjoying it, I think that that's something that they should, you know, try to encourage. Um, I took some notes down here. Urban Meyer, again, Ohio State football, but 89, 90% of the athletes that he recruited were multi-sport athletes. So either way, whether your kid's trying to play college lacrosse or, you know, trying to go football or, or a different sport, coaches respect that. Um, you know, whether you're and, and, and so they see it as an opportunity for this athlete to be molded, you know, and focused in on their sport. But I really think overall it's a, it's a benefit, um, not a hindrance to play multiple sports. And so I really recommend it. And I just wanted to take some time here, give my thoughts on it, answer some questions that parents think are important. One of the big pushbacks is that, Hey, how is my kid supposed to be recruited if you're recommending do multiple sports and then football, they, you know, with football, they can't be at every summer event or every fall event. And then how are they going to get recruited? Right. Sort of that cycle of like, well, you won't, you don't, you say it's not demanded to be at fall events, but then my kid's not there. And so therefore he doesn't get the opportunity to play. Well, you know, that's where I would say our fall events, the top recruiting activities for, you know, all of lacrosse. No, of course. They are an opportunity to get in front of a coach, but they are not the creme de la creme. They're not what a lot of college coaches are basing their decision off of. And it, it's not it's not a make or break for your kid to be at an event in the fall and then get recruited. It's an opportunity, but it's not gonna you know, it's it's not the end all be all. So one is try to make whatever you can, whether maybe it may not be a, a full team commitment, right? A lot of high school, colleges offer, um, you know, uh, recruit days or, or prospect camp day that are on Sundays or multi-day and you can only attend one. Try to get to those, right? It's, it's a great opportunity uh, to, to experience colleges. I know we talked about this in the past, a different episode um, you can go out and check it out. It's the episode about lacrosse camps, but um, yeah, I think I think the the bigger note here is, is the bigger takeaway is is there are opportunities in off season to continue to play. And again, it's off season, so you should make sure that your body's healthy. Make sure that you're enjoying what you're doing. If you've been burnt out from college lacrosse, playing too much, or high school lacrosse, sorry, playing too much or travel. Then, then don't take a season off. Go do something constructive with your time, right? Play soccer, play football, do wrestling, basketball, whatever it is. Go dance, um, whatever it is. Go do it. But, you know, the, the, that's okay. Just know that it's a decision and there may be, you know, repercussions or limited opportunities that you get. So you have to make the most of the time that you have available. And for... Now, on the other end, if you're asking, how do you get to college lacrosse playing multiple sports? I mean, you have to be extraordinary. You have to. I know it's a tough thing to realize, but athletes who want to do something unprecedented have to, they have to go out and work harder. They have to do both. They have to put time in on the wall. 
after they've been doing two a days for football. You know, it's it's just um, it's part of the game. And and any of those athletes that I named earlier, right? Uh, Miles Jones, Sergio, you know, these guys, Sam Hubbard, Jared Bernhardt. You think that they didn't work hard? Um, and and so you're going to have to take that sort of uh, humble pie and and take it for what it's worth and go work, right? Go hit the wall, go shoot after you have practice. Get your homework done, prioritize your time. If you really want to play at the next level or you really enjoy lacrosse, you will put this above everything else, whatever you else think is important that you have to manage, and, and you'll focus on it. So, you know, I know that's not always the easiest thing, but it, it's it's important to understand, and that's sort of the blueprint for doing it, right? Just go put in the work, um, go hit the wall, go do you know a hundred shots, and and not only that, if you're serious, get on a team, try to attend one or two events in the fall, whether that's with your club team or whether that's a college prospect camp or whether that's just drop in fall ball lacrosse that you can make on Sunday nights, like. If you really love it, you'll do it. So, um, again, it's not easy, and it's it requires time management. It requires a great support system and someone extremely dedicated to this. But those are sort of the outliers, and, and those are the people that you see uh, continuing to play. So, you know, I just wanted to put that out there. Again, I know we're up, coming up on, on, on fall and, and school starting up and kids trying to make decisions about what the next step in their per, their their career path is but I just wanted to give you my thoughts and give some some context around that decision so that you know if you're considering one decision or the other or considering playing one or the other you know you make the right choice make what make the decision that you're going to enjoy and make the most of it um I look back at my time with with not only brother rice but just you know my best friends and um the decisions that we we took right the, t- the free time that I had really was spent playing sports and practicing with my best friends. Um, through high school, we, we had workouts, we had tryouts, we had practices, we had unofficial practices that were sort of mandatory. You know, you were there. Um, and I wouldn't change it for a second. And I don't think that any of the guys, especially the ones that I'd mentioned, uh, would do anything else, right? If you truly love it, you commit to it and and you just do it. Um, and you find, you know, your best friends through whatever sucks and you just, you just make it enjoyable. So again, those are, those are just some simple opinions that I have about this. And I I do think it's important for people to understand because parents have questions. What should my kid do? Is it gonna, you know, and, and that's, you know, I think that more reflects that they're supportive rather than they're, you know, trying to hinder their kid in any way. But uh, like I said, it, it's it's not easy, and it requires a lot of um, you know commitment to this. But overall, you know, if your kid truly loves it, and and you know the athlete loves it, then that's what's most important, right? There's worse things they could be doing. So, uh, like I said, thank you for listening again. This has just been a simple um, <laughs> simple discussion around multi-sport athletes, in my opinions. I do appreciate it. Like I said, if you enjoyed this or have any questions, feel free to reach out. Um, there's some links in the bio. Like I said, Omnia Lacrosse, thank you to our, our, our sponsor. 
You can check out uh, opportunities to get involved with international. If you're Polish, there's a link to the um, Polish National Lacrosse Program down in the bio. And uh, if you have any questions, there's a link to me. You know, you can get in contact with me. I always uh, appreciate um, any suggestions or feedback. So thanks. Have a great, uh, great rest of your week and tell your parents you love them. Bye.